0: Good morning, welcome to GB Duro. day 10. I'm just rolling out of Fort Augustus, it's uh, quarter past 10 in the morning, slightly late start but that has always seemed to happen at these checkpoints, it's really hard to leave them, um, had a lot of faffing to do, I managed to fix my brake uh replace my brake pads, should be quite a straightforward job but I think because they were so dusty and dirty uh, the pistons were getting kind of jammed and I couldn't get the new brake pads in with enough room to put the, the brake rotor in but now I got up, well basically I gave up and went to the pub last night and then this morning I looked at it again, cleaned them all out put a bit of uh lube in there and uh they that seems to do the trick so new brake pads in they were completely worn down to the metal after some of these um descents we've been doing so very much needed um everything else kind of all stocked up bikes being washed as well is great, looks like the gears aren't so happy today but uh might have to live with that. So it's the final stage, it's a slightly shorter stage uh and it just feels great to be rolling out for the very last stage now even though it's a long way to go and there's still the kind of trepidation there. Uh, it does feel different and there's a there's a good mood in the camp people are kind of determined to just see this off now i think people have kind of had enough a little bit or at least it's getting quite wearing and quite punishing just having been doing this for so many days in a row but uh yes yeah, so i think everyone's just keen to to get the last bit finished off now. I think also talking to Mystic Meg, who I managed to track down as an exclusive, um, she's a very elusive character, she was saying um, basically the hardest bits that she can think of we've done now because she's done a lot of this Highland Trail. Um, uh, on the flip side of that i got a message from Andy, he's already done this leg, saying that it can be a real bastard in certain parts. So, conflicting reports, just have to, uh, as always, get stuck into it, see what comes down the road. Ah, got a puncture. Classic. As always, just when uh, everything's fine, you're just waiting for the next thing to go wrong. Well, there it is. Um, Back tyre again. Um, I'll try and patch it up. Luckily, it's nice and sunny. Mm. Hopefully, I can just get this done relatively quickly with relatively little drama. What do you think the chances of that are going to be? Okay well that's the puncture uh, repaired and all patched up, Um, spent ages trying to get enough air into the tyre for it to properly seat around the rim because last time I didn't do that and it it means you kind of bounce along like you're riding a horse or something and it's really annoying and probably a bit slower as well so managed to do that. My concern now is that the tyre is pretty worn. And as we're getting close, closer and closer to the end of this and there's more, it's, it's, it's been through more and the, more of the actual tread has worn off, it's going to be more susceptible to getting punctures. So I'm kind of braced for getting more and more punctures as we go on towards the end. Also, I've got completely eaten alive by midges while I was doing that and it's a constant problem everywhere up here as soon as you stop and they latch onto you and then they bring all their mates and uh, you're in for an absolute chow down. Very unpleasant. Anyway, I'm going to crack on. It's quite nice. I saw um, I saw Super Maldor and Angus as well coming past and managed to lend Angus some super glue to help him because his crank had fallen off. So, you know, we're all uh, in it together. Right, I'm gonna crack on. That's really funny. We've just been out really in the wilderness. Um, it feels very, very remote. Big, beautiful open country and these gravel tracks that no one's using, cutting through the middle. So you really feel out there. And I was just thinking, oh, damn, I haven't had a coffee. I haven't really had a coffee for the whole ride to be honest. And a lot of the time it well, it makes a huge difference having that um caffeine hit. And um I also needed a uh, a toilet uh break, a comfort break. And um suddenly we just came, I came off uh the gravel track onto a road and then suddenly into a village and went past a sign saying uh, Coach House Tea Rooms and then suddenly I could see this perfect little cafe went in there and they had bloody flat whites on the menu. So I've just been served up a perfect flat white with a <laughs> a big slice of carrot cake and I got a um, panini to take away it was a bit of a indulgent stop, to be completely honest, a bit of a naughty one, I can't really afford the time I don't think but it was so good, (laughs) it was exactly what I wanted and it was so rare to find a coffee let alone a, a good one that I had to do it really and uh I'm glad I did. It was a lovely little stop. Really nice little old lady running it. Um, yeah, so brilliant. On the there's always a flip side to that. or well, one obviously is ah, um, I've lost uh, I don't know 20 minutes of time there. Um, the other one is for some reason after that little break, I've come back out, got back on the bike. I'm really, really struggling to use my right hand now is to change gear. Um, it's, I'm going to be really just uh, just about making it, I think, to the end. I uh, hope it will. I hope I'll find a way to sort of work that out, um, or maybe it will warm up again and I'll be able to do it. But yeah, currently the right hand is not doing very much. Um, and that's that's due to um the pressure on the, the nerve that go the ulnar nerve that goes down through the bottom of your hand and up your arm. Um so that's um the one of the worries at the moment. So one of the things that I'm just gonna have to deal with and uh yeah, botch myself to the end as best I can. just on an off-road section here after a nice bit of um, road going on flat through some villages in the sunshine which is all delightful. Now we're uh, in a big uh, off-road section uh, which is very nice actually it's like the perfect level of trail for me I'd say. It's technical enough to be really fun. I don't feel like I'm gonna fall off any second but uh, I'm just kind of wading through a huge puddle at the moment. Every f- sort of, I don't know, 100 metres there's a big puddle to negotiate somehow. Some of them are small enough that you can just ride right through and that one was pretty huge so I kind of skirt, walked around the side and wheeled my bike down the middle. Not the most hardcore or impressive looking thing but at this point My mentality is like, conservative as possible. I'm trying to make sure my tire uh, lasts this thing, and and also myself, I don't want to do anything stupid and fall off again, or, um, you know, I just want to nurse my way through to the end now. Um, Because of these puddles though, it's quite interesting so I just saw some, some wet tire tracks up ahead. I, I would say uh, whoever came through there, it's no more than about 30 minutes up the trail, maybe less. I'm going to hunt them down. Looked like a Panarasa Gravel King to me, 40 millimeter. Unmistakable. Let's see that might be Meg Pew, maybe that Italian. anyway, that's a bit of fun. I've kind of slipped to the back due to uh, a puncture and a coffee stop and cake stop, so I'm um, aware that uh I've got a bit of making up to do, and I'm just trying to ride. As consistently as possible with as much focus as I can and basically just not stopping uh, for anything unnecessary. It's hard though because there's always some stuff to sort out. Maybe you need a wee or to apply some chamois cream, you know glamorous stuff like that. Um, but yeah, just trying to keep all that to a minimum uh, because that's really what has the biggest effect on uh, on how quickly you get through a stage. Okay, that's another big puddle. Another big old puddle to try and get through. <sighs> I've allowed myself a few minutes here to have a little lunch break. Um although it's five o'clock in the afternoon, so it's not really lunch. Um I've done uh 70 kilometres so far today. I've got a hundred to go till the end of the kind of half halfway first leg of this last stage, if you see what I mean. So the stage is broken into two halves and I'm doing the first half of it now. Hundred k to go until the halfway point of the last stage. Um, and um, I'm tucking into a pulled pork and cheese panini that I got from the the coffee lady. So I had a little kind of, um, it was a little hipster outpost run by this old Scottish lady. Um, who just happened to be nailing all the hipster food options. So uh, I had a little dose of that, took this panini for the road and now's the time to eat it. Um, I'm in the middle of just a huge expanse of very rugged moorland really. Um it's kind of small but quite jagged hills. Uh a gravel double track, um like the kind of thing that a, a Land Rover goes on. But very very friendly gravel, really, really nice surface um for this last few k's it's been absolutely brilliant i've actually zoned out a bit i haven't had to think about what i'm what I'm doing what line i'm picking so it's just been uh it's been an absolute delight it does start to feel quite remote and a bit scary though and you don't know quite how long it's going to go on for and you start to crave getting out of it a little bit but uh that's just because i'm a soft you know london dweller and uh not attuned to living off the land but um, it is amazing here, it's amazing, it's really beautiful and it's just it's just amazing to think this is in our island, you know, such huge expanses of space and nothingness um, when we kind of think that we're on a little tiny crowded island this is all here. Right, so it is twenty past eleven in the evening. Um I, I haven't done any updates really today. Um it's been a wild and desolate day. Traversing huge um valleys, valley floors and then going over passes to get to the next valley. Yeah, haven't seen anyone, much civilization really, um, apart from one tiny town that literally just had one tiny shop and a petrol station. And I saw um, Pete and Mauro at the shop, tucking in some pot noodles. Um, And we've, the three of us have kind of crossed paths and ridden together for stretches and then spread out again and joined up again for uh, the best part of the day really, while we've been tackling all these long, uh, long and lonesome roads um, and the weather's been not particularly kind to us. It's been kind of drizzling and raining all day. Um, It's generally been grey and misty and uh, a little bit foreboding. We've been off-road all day really, Uh, quite fast gravel tracks, um, some rocky bits to try and negotiate, lots of puddles to get through. It's actually been a pretty hard day now that I'm thinking about it. And this last bit, we don't seem to be making any progress. Um, it seems to have been about forty kilometers to the end of this leg for like the last two and a half hours. It's actually now twenty six k to the end of uh, stage four a um and i'm told that after that it's going to be mostly road and not much climbing um so i really hope that's true i could do with uh, a kind of faster second uh leg to this stage because this one is really slowed down Um, The highlight probably of this evening was um, Pete knew about this bothy that was on the route and it was basically like a little hobbit hut, literally stone face, uh, front face with a door, a wooden door with an antler for a handle. And then the top was completely just grass and it fitted into the hill, like it was just built into the hill. And inside it was just beautiful, really nice. It was warm and it was super clean. There's a table and some benches and a little wood-burning stove in the corner. And then this really modern double-glazed panoramic window looking out onto the river going past outside with a fast flowing stream with rapids in it. And, um, and then out beyond that into the the valley and you could see all the, the kind of the sides of the valley going back uh, into the distance. It was just stunning so, I mean, it's very, very remote, incredibly hard to get to. We're now doing the journey to the closest uh, settlement, and I don't even know if that settlement is easy to get to like you know, by train or anything. So, uh, yeah, could be a hard, hard fought, bothy holiday that one. Uh, if you want to go and do that, um, I just saw Pete and Matt. I've kind of slipped behind a bit because I've had this eating coma sort of problem again. I was having a bit of a hard time just now, Um, in a bit of a weird state. Uh, I really slowed down as a result. Um, But I just caught a glimpse of those guys as they were going through a gate ahead of me. So I'm not that far behind. I'd quite like to catch up because now it's almost fully dark. And um, it's quite nice to have people to ride with. If you're riding through the night, it makes a big difference. And Pete uh, was the guy that I rode through the first night with, and we really kind of got each other through that night. So uh, yeah, it'd be quite nice to have to say the same thing again. Um, right, it's going to be a tough tough end to the race this I'm planning to go straight through here ride straight through the night just get the kilometres in and get the thing finished off because just the thought of reaching that finish line and being able to Stop riding, <laughs> and uh, not have to be out here in these conditions. Uh, knowing that I've made it is just the most incredible thing to uh, to target, and uh, yeah, I cannot wait to be experiencing that. So every. Right, pedal stroke now feels like it's crucial in just getting me one foot closer to uh, to that finish line. Um, right I'm gonna clock off now and uh, keep riding. 2 a.m. What do you want to do? we want to go? What do I want to do?
1: Yeah, let's go on. While Pete is having yeah, yeah, faster than us.
0: Yeah, yeah, you'll catch us up. Um yeah, let's carry on. Let's crack on. we had a nice little break there.
1: Quite
0: we had cool. a nice nice little break.
1: Yeah, but yeah, from midges.
0: The midges. It's to stay here. You don't want to stay, do you, with the getting eaten alive? Find the place. Yeah. We'd
1: the
0: so that's just us stopping off at a hotel to have some breakfast. <coughs> um, much needed because uh, we were all running out of energy. Pete was running out of food. And um, we've had quite a long, indulgent breakfast there, it was absolutely lovely. Bacon and egg, sandwiches, two each, some coffee, cake, did it all. Um, Which is gonna cost us a massive time penalty but I reckon it's probably worth it because we can now actually keep going and not uh, fall asleep and run out of energy. Right, we're about a hundred kilometres away from John Groats now. I say we. I've been riding with um, Mauro and Pete. Uh, we had our extravagant breakfast in uh, the hotel in Aranaka-Kanaginain. And um, while they were faffing around, uh, doing I don't know what talking about their water bottles, nancy stuff like that, uh, I got to jump on them and uh, punish them for their inefficiency. Holy shit, there's a massive herd of deer. Oh, it's a deer photo. It's a deer photo. That's the one, hang on. I've got to take the deer photo. Oh mate, pretty good it's pretty oh, not the time for the zoom to stop working Great, they're all running away. Sorry, that's not a very good bit of podcast content, is it? Um listen, the point is I've I've launched an attack off the front by accident because I just uh I thought well I might as well start riding and they slowly and they can catch me up. And then um well they haven't caught me up yet. And this last sort of hour of riding has just been all you could want, basically, because all I want is to get to the end. And it's been more or less a completely straight tarmac road going slightly downhill with a a stiff tailwind. I can't quite believe it because this morning when I was hunkered down in my little wood hut with the rain hammering on the ceiling, on the roof I should say, I just thought I'm not sure if I'm going to get there, (laughs) I'm not sure if I'm going to get there within the foreseeable future, I thought I'm just going to be in this hut for hours. So, and then all of the roads we were on were really slow going, real slow gravel tracks and climbs. So to have this now, full of caffeine and um, bread and carbs, bacon, eggs, cake. it just feels great being in the aero bars first time in a long time I can think of being able to just get up to kind of 30 ish kilometres an hour and it's the right exactly the right time for that to happen because uh, it feels like we're making real progress uh, I've been psychologically trying or oh, looking forward to the 100 kilometers to go mark and we're actually 102k to go now because I think psychologically uh, once you get to 100 you start counting down from 100 it's like a little tipping point because you start going into double figures instead of triple figures and every 10 kilometers becomes you know quite a significant chunk off the total. Um, In race news, um, Andy and Mark finished, I think yesterday afternoon, and this morning Fraser finished. It looks like he put in an absolutely astonishing 24 hour stage, which, I mean, he's really, really smashed that. well either yeah or we're just really really slow probably a bit of both um, and I suspect Philippa might be finishing oh no Angus will finish next and then I think Philippa will be behind him Mystic Meg probably after that um, and then we'll be finishing after that with a bit of luck On what is reported to be the final gravel section of GB Juro now, and um, because of my quite worn rear tyre, I'm not really enjoying it. <laughs> I'm trying to um, just nurse the tyre around without hopefully getting a puncture, which I've been doing all through the night actually on all the gravel. Just being super careful. Um, but this close to the end it's I find it quite stressful because I really really want to to make it work. Um, I think that after this gravel section we're back onto these lovely little fast roads and I think it's going to be fairly flat for the last 50 kilometres. We're now about 55 kilometres away from the finish line. Uh, and um, yeah, uh, my, my next like, milestone target was 50 kilometres out. That's going to start feeling like uh, we're pretty close. So that's coming up. Um, We've uh, been going through a forest on these gravel tracks and it started off as this really beautiful sand, almost like red sand track, which was really soft and basically had no rocks in it or anything that looked a bit leery. And that's now changed as uh, it has been the theme of GB Juro. Just as you're getting used to one thing, anything else oh, is quite nice. i get used to this for a while. That's when it instantly changes. You go through a gate or around a corner, and suddenly you're confronted with something completely different, and maybe, or most likely, something you really didn't want. That said, in the scheme of things, uh, compared to what we've done on this so far, this is um, very, very friendly gravel. So, uh, just wanna get through this nice and slowly. Pete's raced off ahead um, as he normally does on gravel descents. He quite enjoyed hunting me down when I was doing my breakaway and eventually he came flying past up a climb which I think he uh, I think he rather liked but we've been back and forth with each other since then because he'll he'll go ahead and then stop and faff and put the coat on, take a coat off never seen someone so many wardrobe changes in the ride. Um, That, Mr. Ben. Anyway, let's, uh, I've just had a Bakewell slice. That's very exciting. I've got one Bakewell slice left. One Mars bar left. And then an assortment of the kind of crap stuff that you always end up with at the end because it's the stuff that you never really wanted to eat one of those being a scotch pie, wasn't a huge fan of the other one that was in the double pack so I suspect that one's going to be coming with me to the end. Uh, And then um, yeah, a few naked bars and things like that, just boring, boring ones. But the, the Bakewell tart and the Mars bar are going to be probably the next two hour intervals half past three, half past four, and then I reckon an hour on from half four, that should be me done. All being well. So let's, um, let's wait and see what happens. Just on the approach to John O'Groats now. I can see the sea. The sun's out. It's a beautiful day. I just can't believe we left in this kind of weather and we're arriving in this kind of weather as well. It's really a really nice bit of symmetry. Yeah, just looking out over the sea, suddenly you realise that's the end of the country. It's as far as you can go, and I've got here over the hardest route possible, not even using roads for most of the time. And everything that I've got with me here, I've brought with me on this machine that I'm on. And it's such a cool feeling that everywhere that i've been i've been able to shelter myself wash myself um, keep myself sustained um and i can do that now when i get here as well although everything's gonna stink um but yeah i'm uh, i'm feeling very relieved to be getting close to the end, extremely excited for absolutely binging out on all food possible, anything within reach is going in my mouth and um, having a beer as well, that'll be great. I'm really looking forward to Seeing the other riders and um, and kind of sharing that moment with them. And then uh, finally checking up on all the social media buzz that's been happening around the race as well. Um, I can't wait to go and catch up on all that stuff. Um, Basically, yeah, for a, a day or two, the hard work has been done, and I'll feel like I've earned some total relaxation um, without feeling like I have to do anything. So that's like the nicest feeling in the world, I think. Um, and that is what I'll be absolutely reveling in uh, in the next couple of days. Yeah, I just got a couple of kilometres, maybe not even that, maybe one kilometre to go. And uh, I'll be busting through the finish line. This morning. <laughs> Tore all up, like, no, no, you all finished Gb GBGiro. <laughs> congratulations. Like, congratulations. <laughs> How does it feel?
2: Cool. Yeah.
1: Thank you for the congratulations. It's it felt strange. hard. Yeah. After all, it uh, you you the it was hard. So it had part rolling, <laughs> part part very rough <laughs> to ride, yeah. but also I loved like it. It was use a, use a, a good mix. Oh. It, it yeah. was I demanding, was uh, you you even for choose. the choices so for I'm the sorry. rig of the rig, uh, uh, and also an for the equipment it because we passed by remote areas, and so. Everything That's has to set. be chosen uh, carefully. I'm very like, proud <laughs> to have concluded <laughs> it uh, before <laughs> no, the dinner like of the, finish, uh, the, of it the finishers. The I,
2: don't want to even write it. I don't know, it was fine.
0: Yeah, right, this is GB Giro post race group chat, <laughs> aka <Yeah>. finisher party. <laughs> 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 we'll be covering topics such as tyre wits. <laughs> tire pressures uh allen key hacks um what to do when your pedal or crank arm falls off um number of crashes number of crashes uh weirdest binging spots uh um, highest amount of bites uh all that fun kind of stuff <laughs> um so we'll kick off with angus mm. what was your what what was worse your mechanical issues or your physical ailments <laughs> <and> deterioration <laughs> uh i'd have to say it was
2: the mechanical issues um because the physical ones were bad but they're at least manageable um and i could, they just hurt as opposed to the Mechanical issues, where I had genuine fear that I wouldn't be able to make it any further. Um,
0: what, what were your mechanical issues?
2: So the um, the two big ones were the um, the fact that I had just far too many punctures. I had I had seven punctures in the last stage, um, and I was running like as much air as I possibly could squeeze in my tires with like a road pump, um, and. Yeah, and the other one was my um, left crank arm of my like a crank crank um, was broken. The self-extracting nut just broke. So I'd have to tighten it up every sort of five minutes. So I spent, you know, 350 Ks pedaling two kilometers, stopping, getting out my allen keys, tightening it up, and then going on again. And that kind of got boring quite quickly.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> you just don't need that, do you? You really don't. Yeah, that that um, put like the
2: like the hamstrings and the the neck not working to uh, yeah, yeah into perspective. Yeah.
0: And did you? Mani- you didn't manage to fix it in the end.
2: No. No. It's, no. It's still broken. Yeah. Still, <laughs> so I still hobbled all the way back, but I made the time cut, way. so <coughs> I'm happy.
0: That's kind of improvisation that so, do, do you need you the on these car events, service? isn't
2: it? Yeah, yeah. stuff just. Yes. It's not. These kind of events aren't just about the riding. It's about the <laughs> overall, you know, yeah, bike skill set. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Any other mechanical? Uh, <laughs> think, uh,
1: One split tile. I, I don't think I'll be
2: long.
0: Split so tile. Great uh, topic. two days ago saying I haven't
2: had any punctures. And then Lee saying, "Well, now you've kind of done it." And then the following morning, it's a bit terrible. And it's fine. Not booted. Booted it, stuck a tube in, and have had no issues. Oh, <laughs> I hate you. I've been descending like a butterfly ever since. So. Oh, wow! Oh my God! I oh, didn't know that before. Was that Oh yeah. Super. Thank you. Can I get anything else at all for you? Could we order some
0: more drinks? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. That's your style, isn't it? For, you know, yes. I would love, love to just watch with style. Everybody,
2: <laughs> like, videos <laughs> of everybody uh, doing the base. It's, like, it's, like, it's, <laughs> it's not like I'll just be riding along, <laughs> like <laughs> you grab a track, and just fall over. No, no I can imagine you smashing it down the descent. Your bruises look <laughs> horrendous. No, that yeah, only happened on finish threes. Yeah. Um, the that's when <laughs> <like>, it was <laughs> more like going go, mean, more like, go mean, like the going uphill. Yeah, you grind to a halt. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. This is like my um cleats are like a bit Oh yeah. Not necessarily tight, but often like if it's like steep, you can't unclip because you can't move your feet out. Um. About ah. lubing up your cleats a little bit. Mm. Actually,
0: I did you fall cool. a couple of times on the first day into bramble
2: bushes. Yeah, that sort of thing. Like just falling sideways. And like that that like section of North Shore along the top, I fell off that like Ooh. five or six times.
0: Oh, I was so careful on that. I was like, I really, really don't want to fall off. Yeah. What bit was that? The, the, bit it was the, was like, the planks of wood across oh, the. yeah, um, yeah. All the bushes. Yeah, that was sketchy. Yeah, no, I fell off that loads. I was really You fell off about that? Yeah, loads. <laughs> 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 it really was fine, because it was just like, uh, Heather either side. So it was just like... Why was this not being recorded? So
2: even after the first time, you weren't like, better be careful. <laughs> On the... Whoops. Right at the start, there's... They... I know they had a drone up in the air for it. But it's like, me, Lachlan, um... Mark and Andy riding along like one of those really like tight ones where you can't even like see the bottom or like m- control where your wheel's going because mm. it's just like stuck in a rut. Um, and I'm in the front and I just like hit a massive dirt <laughs> and just go like over the handlebars right away and lock behind <laughs> me. And then like <coughs> Andy smashes into the back of Mark or whatever, and it's just like it's just chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Lockland's Loughlin like, I don't who are these are He's like, yeah, who are you? Yeah. Like, my bike handlebars like, 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 are. What have far- I, I entered? And, yeah. Yeah. I ride the peloton. Yeah, <laughs> but he's so smooth on the bike though. Like you watch him ride, he like, it's like that's all he does. It's just like, yeah, yeah it's just impeccable. Nice. Yeah, chips, yes. chips, yeah. thank you, mate. Chips and oh, pasta. Perfect. At that pub at the end of the first, the end of the first GPS yeah. file and I got out. And I'm like, fuck, I'm like gushing blood. <laughs> so I just kind of. got You look some... very pale, mate. Do I? You've yeah. still got a canular in. Right. Did they let you out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> they should have left that in, though. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> I, they can didn't someone remove it? Who's you pro? Up, Who's you the, put the, put the, put the put most pro yeah. person? Is that, a, is that a tube in your bed? Yeah, yeah, can you yeah I could probably take it out. For sure. Do you just yank it? No. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, you got to be Yeah, you want like something to put over it, but... Napkin what? Napkins and duct tape. That's what I use. Don't take. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that a food? Yeah, you saw it, mate. It's uh, just the same. <laughs> chips. What? Then
0: well, uh, no, they've got you've got, the got
2: the meal coming. Um, right. Like a yeah, you've got the full. You've got here you eat fish. My favourite is like a bolin 16. Thank you. Well, well done, fish. everyone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> done. well done. Well done. you nailed
1: it.